Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me once again here at the table, still alive, totally unkillable, is my sidekick, Dr. Heisenberg. That's right, he's here and he is not a sock. Yep, because, yes. I was not allowed to bring Dr. Soxenberg this week. Yeah, it's weird too, because for people who weren't around for that whole incident... He spent the last week, just wherever we go, he introduced me. Hi, this is my friend the doc. He's not a sock. Okay, you don't need to just tell people I'm a sock when they're meeting me in person. You know, because that's weird. They know I'm not a sock. Shit, I'm standing that, right there. Was that what I was saying? Was I rhyming the whole... Oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. And you were doing it in a, a really weird rhyme. Oh, Christ. Yeah. That is going to just... Ah, it's going to bother me now. just embarrassing. There goes your neighborhood cred. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. going to bother me now. Okay, well, whatever. You know yeah. what? It doesn't matter. And the, the guy down at the corner that you're buying, you know, your, your Cherry Garcia from does not need to know that I'm not a sock. Well, he does know that now. I mean, so... Well, technically and, accurate. End result, you know? <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Anyway, you know what? Let's not talk about shit that happened last week. Nah, fuck Let's that. talk about shit that's going to happen this week yeah. on our program. Here, new shit. This yes. new exciting show that we're going to do for you. Mm-hmm. So, let us just grab some dice because that's what we do here at Breakfast with the Beak. All right. We take topics suggested by you, the good folks at home. We roll dice and pick one at random, and then we do a show about it. And, uh... Yeah. Let's roll them. Yep. Or, well, let's just roll this one. One. One! One! That is a tiny roll. That's a tiny number. Oh. But that's a good one to get because you know what number one is. Ooh, what's the, what's topic number one? The oldest topic still on our list. Suggested by Nick in Philadelphia, veteran topic guy. Yeah. Suggested some of our very first topics. The complete excellence of Nikola Tesla. Ooh, Nikola Tesla. Very yes. nice. Now, that is a hell of a coincidence. Oh, is it? Because today... Yes. July 10th just happens to be Nikola Tesla's birthday. Well, that seems very unlikely. This uh, topic was submitted in March. It was. We've had this just sitting on the list since March. Now, I see two possible explanations. Two, you say? One. One. The electrified force ghost of one of history's greatest inventors is haunting our dice and did this on purpose. That is Almost certainly what happened, unless... Like, terrifyingly awesome. Yes. Or, possibility number two, we cherry-picked this from the start and planned it months in advance because we knew Tesla's birthday was on a Sunday this year. Well, that's just crazy. Yeah, no. <laughs> that would never happen. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's that's like foresight or something. Yeah, that'd be like, you know, yeah. as though years ago we perhaps... Wrote some kind of Tesla birthday song, <laughs> recorded it with our band Giant Baby, and kept it on hand for just such an occasion. But more about that later. Yeah, man, I mean, that's, it's, that's yeah, a, that yeah. could just be some things I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. fucking crazy. I don't know where I am. <laughs> am I outside? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're outside because the friggin' truck's going by all the time. Anyway. Well, we're, yeah, that's, we record by the road. Yeah, we, well. <laughs> not literally by the side not, of the road. We're not or, physically sitting down by the side of the road, but hey, you That'd know. be funny. We should do an episode from, like, a, an orange stand or something. Let's never do that. Let's talk about Tesla. Okay. Tesla the man, not Tesla the band. <laughs> no, we yeah. don't need to talk about we, that band. We don't need to talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. But the man, we can talk about. Okay. Nikola Tesla. Now, I believe, uh... Again, by complete coincidence, and not because we were preparing for this, 
I believe you read his autobiography. I did just finish reading his autobiography. And um, then, like, gave it to me last night, and I was like, I guess I could finish this, and I could not. So. Yeah, I, half the time you don't even sleep, so I thought you might blow through it, but that's I, okay. I slept yesterday because I was out in the rain yesterday. That's right. <laughs> Getting struck by uh, lightning and whatnot. Rain, yes. Rain acts as a sedative for Johnny. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, my Inventions, uh, which he wrote as a series of magazine articles in 1919, I think. Not a bad time. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty cool. He, he uh, yeah, it's the only autobiographical thing he wrote of any substance. So, uh, no, there's been a lot of biographies written about Tesla. Indeed, there have. <laughs> myths have been perpetuated. Yeah, many of the many of the myths perpetuated by those very biographies. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, you can find in the, you know, reputable biography section of a reputable bookstore, uh, books claiming that Tesla has indeed, or had indeed, probably still has, indeed, invented a time machine, for example. Right, right, right. Which, I guess, could still be at large out there in the space-time continuum. Uh, Which I wouldn't complain about, certainly. That would no, be, but, if anybody deserves one. Yeah, but yeah. still, come on, dude. If you have one, like, you can tell us. Yeah. We want a time machine probably more than anybody. Yeah. Not to go back and fix stuff, to go forward and steal stuff. You know, it would be really cool is, obviously, we record this ahead of time. Yeah. If, uh, you know, Tesla heard about the podcast at any point in the future once oh, it was yeah. released, uh, you know, set the time coordinates to right now when we're recording this show and just popped into the kitchen right here. Oh, right over there. Right over there. And yeah. Then, yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not taking the cue, yeah, he's so not. we're, we're gonna, I'm going to take this as proof that Tesla doesn't have a time machine. He probably doesn't. really is dead. So, Although, proof of concept. Yeah. I mean, maybe he needs to hear the song first. Maybe he needs to be sure that, you know, we've put that out there for the world. All right. Well, if he, um, if he appears after we, you know, play the song for you guys, then we'll, we'll come back and let you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, because that would create some kind of time loop if, you know... The, the cue for him to show up would be, you know, you saying that, but then for him to have heard it, it would have to, we'd have to release the podcast to the world, and so, you know, he'd need to hear it, and then he'd show up, and then that would cancel out his reason for having to, it would destroy the universe, is my point. Yeah, and I don't want a podcast to destroy the universe, it's still kind well, of... not this way. It's still kind of new. Yeah, we, we, we've got to get some more episodes done first. You yeah, know? yeah. We want them to know who we are before we destroy the universe, not just after. Um... But, um, no, but there are also biographers who, you know, claim he actually said he had, like, psychic powers and all kinds of shit, and there were, like, secret societies approaching him and whatnot. He, Which he does talk about secret societies approaching him. Oh, does he? Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> and, and shadowy men asking him to invent things for other countries and, you know, all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, the funny thing about, about Tesla's autobiography is some of the, his stories sound way more far out than the myths that other people have written, which make the myths seem so superfluous. Do you have some examples of this, perhaps, there's, that you could deliver in a hilarious fashion? I, I'll give it a go. All right. There's this There's this great part, and he keeps coming back to this, but um, Tesla mentions that when he was a boy, he, he gained the ability to kind of project, you know, live three-dimensional images in his own mind, like... In front of his face. He basically describes like a holographic projector, which did not exist at the time. It doesn't really exist now. Right. But in his own head, that only his eyes could see, of events, like traumatic events from his past that would haunt him. And he would just see these like 3D stereo visions of like, you know, his grandma dying and shit. 
And and they would they would haunt him, and he would go through these mental exercises that he devised himself to kind of push them away. And over time, sort of develop this ability to. Um, he's a little bit vague about exactly what this helped him to do, but you get the idea that it is kind of how he conceived of all his inventions and how he created things and whatnot. Because he talks about being able to see a machine he wants to invent in motion, in his own head, without having to build prototypes. He'd just work it all out, and then he'd build one and it would be done. End product, that kind of thing. And I I think the reason he's a little vague on it is because I'm not sure he understood how weird and unbelievable that sounds. Yeah. It does sound weird and unbelievable. He He talks about inventing his own flying machine... Did he ever build one of those? No, oh. not that history records, wow. but there are there are passages about him soaring high above the clouds and whatnot. And I don't know how much of that was in his head. He has he has these great stories about like how he could um he he could hunt for crows mm-hmm. and he developed this great uh, strategy for hunting crows just like jumping them in the brush. And then one day and he got a reputation when he was a, a teenager as the town crow catcher. And then one day he and a friend were out, and a thousand crows swarmed down for revenge while he was grabbing a couple of them. And, uh... And so... All kinds was, of... Yeah. It was sort of a Legend of Zelda situation. A little bit, where yeah. Where you torment the chickens. Right. The, uh, the, the, a thousand chickens will yes. form upon you. Yes, but this was a century before the Zelda game. Well, yes. <laughs> as was much of what we're describing here. Right, right, right. Didn't take a picture of the flying machine? He probably resented the guy who invented the camera for doing it first. <laughs> who knows? Uh, who knows? But but regardless of the flying machine thing, he did talk about designs later. And actually, towards the end of his life, he was really, really interested in commercial flight and whatnot. Like, inventing it. But anyway. Yeah. He conceived of the, um, the, the bomber drone planes that we use now in um, Iraq. Mm-hmm. And Afghanistan. Afghanistan and uh, Pakistan. Pakistan. We got a lot of drones over Pakistan, I think, on the border, uh, right? Oh, probably. If, I, we, if we don't officially, we do anyway. Our president's big on the drones, which, you know, I'm cool with robot warfare. I just wish they had robots to fight of their own. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> the point is he predicted robot warfare. The point is he, he yeah, he predicted, uh, you know, our bomber drones back in the, you know, early 1900s. Long, long before That's a we good record. knew how to make them. Yeah. It's damned impressive. Yeah. You know. I'm trying to think of other inventors who predicted stuff, and most of them just didn't predict stuff. Most of them, you know, would invent something and then announce that, hey, hey, inventing anything better would be impossible. And he doesn't seem to have done that. No, no, not at all. You know, usually that's the role for science fiction writers. You know, you're, you're Jules Verne's and H.G. Wells and whatnot. Well, yes, and I mean... Some of those predictions were all right. I mean, we've got uh, submarines, and we go to the moon. Yeah. We went to the moon. We're not going anywhere in space now. Shuttles are all home. No, we're we're sending robots. We are sending robots. You know, again, robots. We're sending those into space. But, yeah, we're, uh, we officially don't have spaceships anymore in America. Uh, oh, build some ships. Anyway, anyway this isn't yeah. about that. China's going to go to the moon, and who's going to stop them? Robots, I guess. China can go to the moon. Yeah, I know. Pick up our trash. 
Yeah, we left the buggy hey, up there. We're, we're going to repossess your moon rover. Thanks for the down payment. If that still works, <laughs> that is a priceless item almost. I mean, I know. a lot of money went into building it and developing it, plus just its historical significance. That could potentially pay down a good chunk of our debt if they just go up there and collect all the shit we left on the moon. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> actually I mean, not China. Go to the moon. Yeah, Chinese space repo. Just We, we owe you a lot of money. We've got some shit on the moon. That's a down payment right there. That's not bad. Anyway, the point is, Tesla was ready to fight with robots. Yeah, well, I mean... Build a flying machine and not take pictures. Not to belabor the point, but obviously he wasn't a science fiction writer. He was a real inventor. He invented some amazing things. Yes, he did. Um, You know, he invented alternating current. That's a big deal. Completely revolutionized electricity, electrical efficiency, just... Blue, you know, what was it, Edison? Edison, Edison's yeah. Edison's direct, direct current, current right out of the water. Yeah, I mean, we've got alternating current coming into the house right now. Yeah, everybody if, does. If you want direct current, you have to buy one of those big, fat, ugly plugs to stick in that sticks out of the wall and blocks the other outlet. Yeah, yeah. and it sucks. It's not nearly as efficient. It's very no. wasteful. You know. And, and, you know, so it's like, hey, did you leave that shit in by accident to charge your phone? Hey, guess what your electricity bill is this month? It's higher. Yeah, of, you know, the wastefulness. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, he built a lot of, like, engine turbines, yeah. um, all kinds of cool stuff. He built... Uh, he built the first radio-controlled boat. I was like, not going to say that, but radio controlled cool toys. what I was thinking of. Yeah, but he didn't even bother to, like, promote it or really do much with it. And just, like, Marconi and all those guys, like, it's like, hey, we invented radio-controlled stuff. Tesla was like, I built one of those fucking things... Like, while I was bored three years ago, I'm working on this big project. He's like, that was just a lark. That was something to amuse me while I, you know, took a break from being great. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's like, I needed a little break from greatness, so I invented something that somebody else might have been capable of inventing a few years from now. Yeah. (laughs) Good job on the teamwork there, buddies. Yeah, yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say the thing that's got his name right on it. The Tesla coil. The Tesla coil. Awesome. It is. And I'm going to be honest, I've never been quite sure what it's for. (laughs) (laughs) I just know that if you hook it up to a computer, it can play the Super Mario Brothers theme song. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is also pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the test of how awesome a piece of nerd technology (laughs) is. Can it play Super Mario Brothers, or at least the Super Mario Brothers theme song, if it can't actually play the game? Or can it be, in general, turned into some dumb nerdy toy? Exactly. Can you associate it with the original Super Mario Brothers in some capacity? You know, in that respect, the Tesla coil is kind of like a cell phone, like or like a smartphone. All right. Because, like, uh, you know, wonder of communication and, you know, data access that we can carry around in our pockets... But we also spend a lot of time playing retarded games on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have an iPhone, and it's like, yeah, I can call people anywhere in the world, and I can browse the entire internet except for the shit that has Flash, Yeah. and I can watch movies, but who cares about any of that? I can play Final Fantasy on this thing, uh-huh. like with fancy new graphics and shit, and a touchscreen interface. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the Tesla coil, which is um, uh, great at uh, transferring... Electrical energy and any frequency you want. Well, that's it. That's can also useful. be used as an ele- a musical instrument. <laughs> an awesome 
like a really awesome lightning yes. sparking, oh, extremely yeah. loud, potentially deadly, destroying every credit card within a hundred yards musical instrument. Visually, it's like the most heavy metal instrument ever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it is literally just blasting out lightning. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Blasting out like That's actual bolts of lightning. Just... That's pretty fucking amazing. That is the most metal thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it was is... invented a century before metal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Metal music. Well, thereabouts. Maybe half century. Yeah, you know, 70 years, whatever. Yeah. I mean, a long time before... A good long time before metal. Yeah. Back when Ozzy was just a twinkle in his papa's sack. Yeah, that... I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I can't. I can't be too poetic about Ozzy. He's he's gross and weird. He's, he's Ozzy. He's yeah. awesome, but he's also gross and weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Whereas Tesla, definitely weird. I'm not sure about the grossness issue. He probably would downplay that. Um. Yeah. You know, he had a weird thing about body hair. All right. And that he didn't like it. Ah. He didn't like want to touch. Even, like, hair on the head, he didn't... Yeah, he didn't like touching people's hair. Yeah. Yeah. But he had a pretty cool mustache. Yeah, how did he groom the stash? That's a... I guess it it didn't extend to his own. Mm. You know. Well, or he invented something for that. That's true. He could have invented, you know, a mustache, you know, grooming machine. Or maybe he didn't have to groom it because it didn't grow. Because he was a robot from yeah, the future. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think Data's hair grew. I mean... Well, it could. Yeah. I mean, he could, like, program it to. Yeah, well, that's... You know. Well, I mean, but if, if Data had that particular issue... Yeah. I think he would say, nope, gonna leave it right where it is. Yeah. You know, because, like, if he had the, the hair phobia... Right. I think perhaps he would uh, really dial that back. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cool mustache. It wasn't like a Ron Swanson mustache. It was not. It, you know, it wasn't the most amazing mustache ever. Well, there are no other mustaches like that. No, that is a hell of a mustache. It is. It yeah. really is. But this isn't just about Tesla's mustache, although it is a lot about that. That really does contribute to the mystique, well, to the awesomeness. I mean, mustaches are important in culture, you know. Still today, you know, it's a pretty terrible idea to try to wear a Hitler mustache. It really is. I mean, Michael Jordan... That's true, that's true. He, uh... Yeah. Um, Frank Zappa had a very, uh, famous mustache. He did, he did. That was actually pretty excellent. Yeah, big, long, The big, the big stash in the soul patch, and it worked on him. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Heineman has his famous, uh, walrus mustache. Walrus mustache, and he, if anyone is a worthy successor to Tesla in this day and age... Absolutely. I think Jamie Heineman might be that man. Yeah, Yeah. that's, yeah, that's a, that's a good call. Yeah, I mean, because... I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoy the work of Adam Savage, but he's just too darn excitable. Well, yeah. I feel like when Jamie Heineman wakes up in the morning, he goes through a series of, like, samurai exercises. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he gets up every day, and the first thing he does is, like, scale a cliff and then dive naked into the ocean. <laughs> I could actually see Jamie Heineman meditating in front of a Tesla coil in the morning. Yes, I could. Part of his routine. Yes, I could, actually. Yeah. That is probable. And he, he's all business. You remember on the Christmas episode of Mythbusters, you know, Adam asks Jamie what he's going to be doing for Christmas, and Jamie's like, I'll be in the shop like always. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you will. 
Hell, remember the uh, the episode in which they uh, they were doing something about gas mileage or wind resistance on a car, oh. and he just needed to drive around a racetrack for hours. So he brought his favorite food, a nutrient slurry, which he makes at home, is the most efficient delivery of nutrients and exactly the right number of calories for one day. That's fantastic. Yes, it is. I wish I were that dedicated to anything. Exactly. I could see Tesla eating that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you had presented that option to Tesla, he probably would have gone right for oh, it. Oh, yes, yes. Like, what's that? More time inventing, less time on frivolity? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you know, he, he wasn't, he, he was a, you know, he was a man, though. He, he liked, uh, he liked booze. He liked to drink and, in fact, railed against prohibition. He believed in, you know, human freedom and beyond that, come on, you drink too if Edison stole all your stuff. and I'd drink anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, then I'd drink more. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, if... if if everyone took credit for all your brilliant ideas because you were too busy being awesome to worry about who owned it and then they decided they owned it. Yeah. Totally betrayed your idea of, you know, letting it be free. Yeah. I mean, Thomas Edison invented some, you know, good stuff too. Yeah. But he was also a big fucking crook. Yes. You know. He, he yeah. had his machine shop or whatever it was called yeah. where he brought lots of inventors to help him invent things and then took all the credit. Put a big old Edison stamp on everything. Yeah. So he's like, you know who invented this? Me. And you know, I mean, kinda. Yeah, it's like, I mean, if I, I imagine if you went to work for like Apple or Microsoft, yeah, and you helped develop some great new application or program or yeah. something, you probably have to sign a waiver ahead of time on the team, even if you're the one that did ninety percent of the work. Yeah, that this is the property of the parent corporation. Oh yes, you yes. can't make any patents on your own. Yeah. You, know. the, you you get your team gets the credit, not just you. Yeah, and then beyond that, you know, Bill Gates is the one who's going to come out there and present it. Yeah, exactly. He's going to talk about how great it is, and mm-hmm. then he's going to, and then everyone's going to say, "Oh, Bill Gates is such a genius." Yeah, and then he's going to release a bunch of mosquitoes to threaten rich people with malaria to get them to cure it. He did that. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, that actually was cool. But you uh, know, well, keep doing shit like that, Bill Gates, and all is forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Most. Much is forgiven. Much is forgiven. I still actually do have to use these products. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, I guess I don't have to. They're in my budget. Yeah, you're still on the hook for Windows Vista, buddy. Anyway, <clears throat> you know who didn't invent Windows Vista? Is Tesla. No, yeah. although... Although... Tesla came up with all right, his, his you know biggest endeavor that never went anywhere. Besides that time machine. His biggest thing that he talked about publicly okay. often. Um, it was this, uh, it was going to be this method of, like, uh, global transmission. And he built this big, huge, like, tower. Uh, I think in New York, actually. Oh. And it was, it was... I feel like that's not still here. No, no, it was demolished in 1917. Oh. Like, he, he started getting funding for it, and it was built, and it wasn't quite finished. And he lost all the funding, and then it just got demolished. Yeah. Like around, you know, World War One-ish. Um, eh, that's a shame. Yeah. I would have liked to climb that. Or look at it, whatever. Both. Yeah. Probably climbing it would have been a bad idea, radiation and shit. Anyway. Well, yeah, but it was, um, he, he, he talked quite at length. One thing he wanted to do was actually transmit energy wirelessly. Okay. Which we don't do. 
No, um, but man, that would have been... Uh, yeah. I don't know how plausible that is, but boy, it'd be nice. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But the other... He, he had a whole other laundry list attached to this project of other shit he wanted this to be able to do, which was completely integrate the telegraph system, the telephone system, um, have like special global databases for the government, um, revolutionize you know instant free public communication for everybody, hmm. uh, transmit photographs all over the world. Basically conceived of an you know everything today we do with the internet yeah. and the satellite network. I was going to say that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, he had no idea about the microprocessor, any of the ways we actually use the internet. Yeah. Or I mean, what the internet is built from. Yes. But he had a whole other method of achieving the same goal that he wanted to give to us. You know, long before yeah. the internet existed. I'd like someone to try to build that on a small scale, just to just to try it out. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, it sounds dangerous to me. He had this idea of electrifying the planet, so you could just plug right into the planet and power everything. And that sounds really dangerous. Like that feels he, like you need to wear shoes, like really thick rubber rubber soled shoes, all the time. It feels like it might have actually killed the computer age. Just, I mean, oh, if yeah. your whole planet is one big electromagnetic pulse. Oh thing, yeah, that would sort of wipe out every computer. Ever. Yeah. So it's you know it's kind of an yeah. alternate. Line of technology if he yeah. had managed such a thing, but hey, maybe we'd have uh, we'd have one of those steampunk worlds with zeppelins and gears. I was about to say zeppelins. That was the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Was we'd have zeppelins. Yeah. I mean, we have zeppelins, but not so you'd notice. Yeah, you know, I like mean, steam powered. You know, everything. Whatever powered. I don't care, man. I just want the zeppelins. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, you could literally be shoveling babies into a furnace in the belly of one of those things. I don't care. It's a zeppelin. Dirigibles are, are pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe in this, that'd be a cool alternate universe kind of thing. Maybe that's where his time machine went. Yeah. Maybe he, uh, maybe Tesla is in an alternate future. Yeah. That'd be cool. Well, Tesla, wherever you are, seriously, come on. Come on. Yeah. Uh, and there's room in the kitchen, maybe. I don't really know how big this device would be. It's your birthday. Yeah, come yeah. on. We'll, we'll, I mean, I don't, I don't have a cake, but I'm, I'm capable of making one. We'll get you. I made some cookies. That's, um, that counts. I made some Tesla cookies, yeah. and um, you know, hell, we'll go out for a drink. Yeah, there. Yeah, there buy, I will buy you as much as you can drink, Nikola Tesla. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, right that's a good investment right there. That's that is worth the money. Yeah. Um. All right. I think that's about it. Okay, uh, we got uh, a little something special to close out the show this week. Well, maybe something special if you like it. We hope you like it. And if not, screw you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Some of you may or may not know that uh, Johnny and I are also in a rock band called Giant Baby. Indeed we are. Uh, we uh, haven't done much lately. Yeah, we had a couple of albums a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, know. not anything that was released in any conventional manner, but, you know, nothing that you've heard of. We still hear about it, though. Yeah. Uh, it was it was uh, only a few months ago. We were at a, a friend's of ours' birthday party, and some girl I hardly knew said, uh, Hey, I really like that one song you guys do. It's like, holy shit, Yeah, who's I, passing MP3s around? I was shocked. It was pretty cool. It so, was. You know, it's out there. It's out there. Yeah. But um, with uh, alongside uh, Charlie Slick and Captain Fun... Who are hopefully listening to this right now. Yeah. Are you guys? Now, you guys know Captain Fun. You do. Because he composed and performed our theme song each week. Our theme song, Choco Taco. Yeah, yeah. That's the captain you... with his magic guitar and his little drum machine. Yeah, yeah, that... So you get Captain Fun every week. So this is uh, this is more of that. Plus us and Charlie Slick. 
Like, Captain Fun is kind of like Trent Reznor. And he is not unlike that. And that if you listen to any Nine Inch Nails studio album, yeah. it's it's Trent just playing every single part of every song, yeah. and then he gets a touring band later. Yeah, and, on, and much, the live shows. much like him, the captain doesn't necessarily need us, but, yeah. you but know, he's only one man. He needs somebody to hold all the stuff when he's out on the stage. Well, he at least needs... Vocalist, he doesn't sing himself. He does but. not sing. Although I'm not sure what his experience with auto tune has been. I mean, it's, we haven't kept up on that. I'm hoping we're going to find out. I I would love to find out. I I have heard rumors that he is working on um an all bear album. Just it's him auto tuned and it's just songs about bears. See now, is there an all bear band? No, no, it's all him. Oh well, it's it's him studio. But he might be able to tweak the autotune so he sounds like a bear. Ah, well, that's good enough. Yeah. That's good enough. Yeah, so that would be pretty sweet. Touring band of bears would be... Well, you know what? Yeah. That's a topic for another day. Somebody suggest bears. Sure. Yeah. Anyway? Uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, so that's him playing the instruments. But yeah, this is, uh, this is us. This is Giant Baby. Um, the song is called Tesla's Electric Ghost. It sure is. Uh, we did this... Uh, it was about 07, I think. I would say that's about the right timing. Yeah. yeah it's, so... Uh, well... No, oh wait, but what? It's not important. But oh uh, six, oh seven, oh eight, whatever. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's so the neighborhood it's living in. Yeah, here's Giant Baby and um, like your Ghost, and enjoy your breakfast. Yeah, whip up some nice nutrient. vitamin calculated nutrient slurry. Nutrient slurry for breakfast. Have fun with that, everybody. Yeah. So until next week, drink that slurry. Yo. Yeah. Marconi and Alexander Graham Bell can blow me. Give us the apparition as mad as the barbary ghost. We want Tesla's electric ghost. Tesla's electric ghost. Tesla's electric ghost. He's coming tonight, so flicker the light for Tesla's electric ghost. The fruit loops and macadamia nuts It's time to shake this country out of its rut Bring about some old-fashioned glass dust With the help of Tesla's electric ghost Tesla's electric ghost Tesla's electric ghost He's coming tonight, so flicker the light Tesla's electric ghost But before we reach for the bong It's time to separate the weak from the strong Let's have the witchy board and raise a hearty toast Let's come to Ralph's Tesla's electric ghost We've been waiting all year for the genius to appear.